0: Spirit of a Champion presents Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Welcome to another Encouraging Moment. I'm Bobby Williams, and I'm so glad you joined me today. Welcome. We're going to have an exciting lesson today, and the lesson is called, God is the Answer to America's Future. And I wholeheartedly know that's the truth and believe it in Jesus' name. I hope you have your Bible with you today for this exciting lesson. The God who gave us this great country is the one who can sustain America, this great land, and give it a great future. The God of the Bible who touched men and women's hearts to fight against such tyranny To create this great nation in 1776 is to be praised, to be honored, and to be followed. One nation founded under God on the principles of the Bible, principles that agreed that all men and women were created equal, principles based on freedom and the pursuit of happiness for everyone. These principles created the greatest nation on earth through the Lord Jesus Christ, the God of the Bible, a place where people can come from all around the world and live in freedom and work toward the pursuit of happiness and work toward great dreams. Freedom is to worship as one wishes freedom to say what one believes without persecution freedom to bear arms to protect our liberties our lives our families our homes and communities freedom to own private property freedom to pursue the career of one's choice freedom to believe as one wishes freedom to live where and how one wants to live freedom to serve the most high and one true god but today those freedoms are under attack by individuals And people who want to destroy our Constitution, our democracy, and our government. And take away our God-given freedoms. Our God-given freedoms are based on God's Word. Like it states on our money, in God we trust. But for too long, Americans have taken those freedoms and God for granted. We will not be able to protect our freedoms without honoring and serving the one true God, the God of the Bible. Jesus Christ who gave these rights to all mankind through his word and his life. We must turn back to God. We must be strong and bold in our faith. We must not back down to others or apologize for serving our Lord. We must follow God's lead in all our circumstances. We must worship and trust him with our future, with our families, and with our fortunes. If we want to secure this great nation called America, if we want to secure our freedoms that we all enjoy and want to pass down to our children and grandchildren and live in a safe America, we must turn back to God and follow the call of God on our lives. Only the God of the Bible who gave us this nation can save our nation. God is the answer to America's future. I hope you have your Bible with you today because... I want to teach you a lesson about a man in the Bible. His name was Jonah, and he was a man who was running from God. God had called him to be a prophet and to tell the nation of Israel when they were going wrong and to tell cities around his area and the countries around his area when they were going without God, when they were not following the Most High God, when they were sinning against God and against His Word. And he was a prophet. But God called him this time, and he didn't want to go. He rebelled against God. Any nation or individual who goes against the Lord will have trouble and confusion. I hope you have your Bible, and I hope you will open it up to Jonah, the book of Jonah. And I'm going to start in verse 1 of chapter 1. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amattai. Go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it because its wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah ran from the Lord and headed to Tarsh. He went down to Joppa, where he found a ship bound for that port. After paying his fare, he went aboard and sailed to Tarsh to flee from the Lord. Then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea. With such a violent storm arose that the ship threatened to break up. All the sailors were afraid, and each one cried out to their own God. And they threw the cargo out into the sea to lighten the ship. But Jonah had gone below the deck, where he lay down and fell asleep in a deep sleep. The captain went to him and said, How can you sleep? Get up and call on your God. Maybe he will make notice of us, and we will not perish. Then the sailors said to each other, Come, let us cast lots to find out who is responsible for this calamity. They cast lots, and the lot fell on Jonah." So they asked him, tell us, who is this God that you worship? Who is responsible for making all this trouble for us? What kind of work do you do? Where do you come from? What is your country? From what people are you from? He answered, I am a Hebrew, and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. This terrified them, and they asked, what have you done? They knew he was running away from the Lord because he had already told them so. The sea was getting rougher and rougher. So they asked him, what should we do to make the sea calm down for us? He said, pick me up and throw me into the sea, he replied, and it will become calm. I know that it is my fault that this great storm has come upon you. Instead, the men did their best to row back to land. But they could not, for the sea grew even wilder than before. Then they cried out to the Lord, Please, Lord, do not let us die for taking this man's life. Do not hold us accountable for killing an innocent man. For you, Lord, have done as you pleased. Then they took Jonah and threw him overboard, and the raging sea grew calm. At this, the men greatly feared the Lord, and they ordered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows to him. Now the Lord provided a huge fish to swallow Jonah up, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish. Three days and three nights, from the inside of the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord, his God. He said, In my distress, I called to you, Lord, and he answered me from the deep In the realm of the dead, I called for help, and you listened to my cry. And so this is the start of Jonah, a man who was a prophet of God, a man who was dedicated to God, but yet he found himself rebellious in what God had asked him to do. And this comes to my first point to you. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, then when he asks you to do something, obey him. And you will be in his will. And what did Jesus actually ask us to do? Well, one thing he asked us to do was follow the word of God. Know the word of God. And follow the Bible promises. And follow what the Bible says and not what man says. So, for instance, you shall love the Lord. This is Jesus Christ. What he said, you shall love the Lord with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. And that's the first commandment. The second commandment was to love your neighbor as yourself. And so that's God's commandments. Jesus, that's what Jesus said. And that would fulfill the law of the Lord Jesus Christ. That would fulfill the Old Testament if someone would do that. But I know that God comes to us. And he leans on our heart what we should be doing. And in Jonah's case, if you look back at the first verse of Jonah 1, he said, The word of the Lord came to Jonah, and the Lord said, Go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it, because its wickedness has come up before me. So when wicked things happen like they're happening in America, wicked things are happening, those prayers of the innocent, of the people that have been beaten or things have happened to them, or they've been treated bad, those prayers from the saints go up to heaven and God hears those prayers and he will answer those prayers. And in this case, he asked Jonah to go to Nineveh because it was a wicked city. They were doing terrible things to each other. They were absolutely terrible people having sexual perversions and all kinds of terrible things. And when God saw this, he hated it because God hates sin. And God doesn't want us to live in sin. And so he, he wanted Jonah to go, but Jonah wouldn't go. And so if you follow the word of the Lord, and if you do what God wants you to do, and you stay in his will under his authority, and you do what he wants you to do, there's a blessing for it. And I want to just take, give you this little word from God's word. And it's in uh, Deuteronomy, and it says in Deuteronomy 28, now it shall be... If you diligently obey the Lord your God, be careful to do all his commandments, which I command you today. The Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you obey the Lord your God. And so God wants to bless you. He wants to bless the nation. He wants to bless its people. He wants to bless the followers of Jesus Christ of the Bible. But we must follow God's word. And it says if we will obey God's word, then uh, you will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed, and the crops of your land. And the young of your livestock, the calves of your herds and the lambs of your flocks will be blessed. Your basket will be blessed. Uh, You will be blessed when you come in and you will be blessed when you go out. And so the blessing of God is on people who follow the Lord and who do what he commands us to do. Now, there are things that happen when you don't follow God's word. What happened to Jonah? It's just so interesting. When Jonah ran from God, what happened to him was God wanted to correct him for his disobedience. So he wasn't too hard on him, but I'll tell you what. (laughs) I would hate to be thrown over a ship in the middle of the ocean and then swallowed by a whale. And that's exactly what happened to him. And the word of God is true when I read this to you. Uh, When they threw, those sailors threw him overboard. And they prayed not to be guilty of innocent blood because they figured he would die right away. Listen to what it says in the Scripture, the Holy Scriptures. It says, Now the Lord provided a huge fish to swallow Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish. This was a giant whale, and he was inside, and I know he had to turn around immediately. I know I would. When you get uh, yourself into so much trouble... Because of your disobedience to God, this is what happens. And this is what's happening in the United States today. And that brings me up to my number two point. Have you ever seen so much disorder, confusion, problems in our nation This is what happens to a nation when they turn their back on to God and rebel against the Lord. This is what happens to an individual who claims to be a follower of Christ and then uh, disobeys. Now, there's forgiveness. God can forgive us, and he's the God of restoration, the, the God of second chances, the God of a thousand chances. But we must turn back to him. Jonah 1.3 says, but Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed to Tarshish. He went down to Joppa where he found a ship bound for the port. Then God sent a great wind on the sea. See, God's going to correct you because he loves you. And people say, that's not love. Yes, it is. If you know that your family member, something's going to happen to them because they're going the wrong way. You're going to try to stop them. You're going to try to help them. You're going to do anything you can. And God's love is so great for his children. And he wants every person in the world to follow him, that he will correct people trying to get him, get them back, especially followers of Christ. And so what happens to Jonah is just really bad, but you know what he does? In number three, this is my third point. Jonah admits that his disobedience to God has brought this trouble to the whole ship. He says in Jonah 1.5, he says, pick me up and throw me into the sea, he replied, and it will become calm. I know that this is my fault that this great storm has come upon you. All the sailors were afraid and each cried out to his own God and they threw the cargo into the sea to lighten the ship. But Jonah had gone below the deck. Jonah had told them, I know that this whole problem is my fault. He admitted to God, but he still hadn't repented to God. And that's the next point. When the Lord puts them inside the fish, and, and see, God created the heavens and the earth, the universe. He can use any animal he wants to use for his purposes and his glory. He is in charge of nature. He's in charge of the universe. He creates stars. He created the sun. He created the earth. He created man in his own image. He created nations. He, The Bible says he can raise nations up and he can pull them down. And right now, we need to be really praying for our country and praying for our people. And as Christians, we have the responsibility to follow God. And that's what we want to do. But the sailors had a reverence for God and his judgment. And and they wanted to make sure that God wouldn't hold it against them. And they cried out to God and said, don't let this man's innocent blood be on our hands because uh, you set this in motion, or he did, and now you want us to throw him over the ship. So they, they even repented to God. And they had a, a fear of the Lord. And I think it's very important to have a fear, a reverent fear. God's not trying to do calamity against us. See, God's plan is, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. for I know the plans I have for you, plans for success and not calamity. God wants great plans. He wants you to fulfill your dream. He wants to open doors that no man can close. He wants to give you uh, wonderful things in your life. But if you're a child of the Most High God and He asks you to do something, He's going to correct you until you turn away from that sin or turn back to him to what he really wants you to do. And so the sailors had reverence and Proverbs 9:10 says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and that makes so much sense to me. God is not the author of confusion. So today you have confusion in the in the country, you have confusion in families. Think about all of the divorces and the problems. Think about Uh, sexual battery, think about all kinds of things that are happening in the United States and the terror that's going on, it's because man will not follow God. And if they will turn back to God, God will hear their land. And so the next point I want to tell you is that inside the fish, of course, Jonah prays and repents. You know, God is such a forgiving God, such a loving God. 1 John 1, 9 says that if we will confess our sins before him, he will forgive us our sins amen and so wonderful that is and that's what we should do as individuals and as a nation right now we should be repenting to god and you might say well bobby i don't know that i've done anything wrong i said well i can tell you you might not even have realized some of the things that you should have done and didn't do Or maybe some of the things you did do and you didn't realize they were wrong, but just repent before God. Make sure you're dedicated to God right now because it's so important during these times because God will save you. He will save you. Uh, And so inside the fish, Jonah repents. And this is so wonderful. It's my next point. Jonah hears the word of God a second time. So once he repents, you know what the Lord does? The Lord is such a loving God. He sends that fish, that whale, to the beach. (laughs) He's got God's package in his belly, and God wants him to be spewed out onto the beach. And because he repented, Jonah not only lived through that whole thing, but he had his ride right to where he needed to be, and he went up on the beach. And guess what he did? Listen to chapter 3 of Jonah. Now, I want to take you to the first verse of chapter 3. Get your Bible out if you have it. It says, Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim to it the message I give you. Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord and went to Nineveh. Now Nineveh was a very large city. It took 3 days to go through it. Jonah began by going a day's journey into the city proclaiming the word, 40 more days and Nineveh will be overthrown. That's what he said to them. He he t- he did exactly. He did exactly what God asked him to do. Finally, he obeyed God and he told them exactly what was going to happen to him. He said 40 more days and Nineveh will be overthrown. The Ninevites believed God. A fast was proclaimed, and all of them, from the greatest to the least, put on sackcloth. When Jonah's warning reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne, took off his royal robes, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat down in the dust. This is the proclamation he issued in Nineveh. By the decree of the king and his nobles, do not let people or animals, herds or flocks taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink, but let the people and the animals be covered with sackcloth. Let everyone call urgently to God. Let them give up their evil ways and their violence. Who knows, God may yet relent with compassion and turn from his fierce anger so that we will not perish. When God saw what they did, what the Ninevites did, and how they turned from their evil ways, he relented, he stopped, and did not bring on them the destruction he had threatened. We've had COVID-19 all year long. Our lives have been disrupted. We've had riding in the streets. We've had people depressed. We've had people lose their jobs. But we have a God that loves us. We have a God that loves you. And He wants to abode and make His home with you. And He wants you to fall on your knees and become a child of the Most High God. And if you're already a child, He wants you to rededicate your life right now and take every thought captive and obey His Word. And He will bring blessing into your life, unthinkable joy, abundant life, and your dreams. He will help you fulfill your dreams of your heart. That's what he wants to do, and so just like in Jonah's case, Jonah did what God wanted him to do, and when he obeyed, blessing came. The king, the head of the whole country there, turned back to God and repented, and then blessing came on the Nivites, on this great city, Nineveh. The great city became a a place of blessing because they got saved, all because of the Lord Jesus Christ, because of the Son of God. He's part of the Trinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. God relented and did not destroy the city because the people worshipped him and loved God again and repented, and God's love saved them, and he'll save you, and he'll save my family, and he'll save America from its destruction. And I've got a prayer today for you. I love you in the Lord. I'm so glad we had this time together. I want to pray a blessing over you today. I thank you so much for listening to this broadcast. You can see us on TCT Network, or you can see us on NRB TV. We have a Roku channel. Also, we have a Facebook page called Bobby Williams Encouraging Moments that you can join. I love you in the Lord. And I want everyone to know I love all of you. Uh, No matter what background you're from, no matter what color you are, no matter what you've done, I love you in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to pray for you today. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just pray for our nation. Turn us back, Lord. Let us be obedient. And we repent. I repent of all my sin, Lord, and just ask a major blessing on our nation. And, Lord, just heal our land and let democracy and, uh, flow our republic be strong. Let our leaders have wisdom and not confusion. Let us obey you, Lord, and give us the blessing that you have promised in your word. Now, Lord, I just ask a major blessing on these uh, listeners today. That whatever dream that you've placed in their heart, Lord, that you will make it happen for them. You will open up new doors. You will open doors that no man can open. You will put them in places they never dreamed possible. Just bless them from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet. Bless them in their health. Bless them in their strength. Bless them in their faith. Bless them with much peace. Bless them with understanding of the Word. Bless them in the city and in the country. Bless them in their coming and going. Bless them in all ways. Bless them in their prosperity. If anyone's lost a job, Lord, I just ask that you would give them a better job. If anybody's lost any money, Lord, I just ask you double their portion back. And Lord, I just ask that you'd be a blessing to all those listening today In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I hope you join me again next time. And until next time, be encouraged. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to spiritofachampion.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.